We just watched. Uh, what did we just watch? Pep- paprika. We watched <laughs> Paprika, Satoshi Khan's paprika. last major animated movie. Yes, yes, it was. Um, it came out in two thousand and six. Has a release date of one hour and thirty minutes. Rated R for suggestive themes and just I don't know heavy themes. Not There's not as bad. In there. Not as bad as uh, perfect giant blue. ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know they were giant. Uh, maybe I just have giant nipples. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't see the end of the movie. <laughs> nope. Well, I mean, they're proportionate, right? They're they're just, but like con- compared to the normal human being, they were giant. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it now. So they were just it was everything was giant, not just the nipples. Everything. 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 <laughs> you can stream this on Voodoo, iTunes, uh, and you can stream it also on YouTube. I found a rip in English. Yes. So who knows how long that would stay up. But. Yes. Uh, so uh, it's on YouTube for free, if you can hear that. Uh, you can hear that I here. prefer to steam my movies. Me too, just like my rice. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a little joke uh, that I can't spell. So it, it steams on Voodoo, iTunes, and YouTube. Anyways, it is time to sell that sip. It's a six-word summary of the movie. Let's go with Mr. Elbert himself, who I believe suggested this movie. Yep, I yeah, I chose it since we were watching the other two movies. Might as well finish up the trio. Um, I think there was a fourth one that we missed. I think there's four or five, is there not? I think there's think at least one more. Paranoia Agent is the other big one, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Some of the other ones that are on his uh, uh, list of things are TV series, animated TV series. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, right. so <laughs> yep, my so that sip is beautiful anime with too many angles. Beautiful anime with too many angles. Okay. Yeah. I think I I couldn't keep track of what was going on and only toward the end did some things keep up together, yes. match together. Yes. I still didn't understand a few things with the closing of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Maybe John can answer that for us once we get to the question section. Looking at his face right now, I don't think so. He has all, he has all the answers from every angle. You want to go next, buddy boy, John? Uh, yeah, my uh, sell that tip is one fluid mind trip through dreams. Oh, um, you described it as fluid, though, so maybe you got it more than me. Uh, no, I, m- the fluid is just pretty much describing the uh, animation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we very... talked about it. Oh, sorry. We talked about it yesterday. Um, that's how amazing it was. And then Albert showed us, a, well, showed me a YouTube video uh, detailing his editing and how he managed to use very little frames to show a whole lot of. But yeah, <laughs> it just, uh, Albert showed us a video of how um, he used uh, editing and very little frames to show a lot of uh, detail and description mm-hmm. and what's going on with these movies. We still don't know what the hell's going on with these movies. Right. <laughs> but yeah, what he, uh, what Satoshi Khan was using was a style called match cutting where pretty similar frames between and after a scene or a previous and next scene are pretty similar to each other to bring the audience into the Next scene, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will definitely have to check out that video. Yep. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was cool watching it. It was cool showing, um, how his editing affected even movies to today, and they showed like side by side scenes of live action movies with his animated movies, and 
a, a big one was Inception. Inception, so. yeah. Yeah. I, I had seen that. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, this I do a lot of conclusions and or not not a lot of conclusions, a lot of comparisons to Inception. Just some of the hallway shots and some of these angles, uh, similar to Inception, which I haven't seen in uh, several years. We'll go on to my so that zip. Follow your dreams, but live life. Some some of these characters had a problem; they were just living in their dreams, mm-hmm. and they wanted to uh, basically control people through dreams. Uh, and they lost sight of what actually was real, what was reality, and uh, their actual life started falling apart. So, it's an important message that. As technology gets more realistic, or as movies get more realistic, as everything starts to be more surreal and uh, maybe more uh, integrated into your mind, not to forget that uh, life is is uh, precious, and not not to reg- don't waste your life, don't regret your life, just just <laughs> yeah. live it. All right. You know, like Frank Frankenfurter says, "Don't be it." No, don't dream it. Be it. Yeah, don't be it. Don't, dream. <laughs> don't dream it. Be it. I screwed that one up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I like this movie a lot. It's, yeah, it's uh, real trippy. Really trippy. All right, you guys, let's get on to. Is this a legendary sip? Out of ten butterflies, what would you give paprika? I'm giving it seven butterflies. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I, for me, it's the biggest thing was tracking the plot and actually knowing what direction it's going as far as what what what's the main goal of the antagonist in this movie and try to figure out how the characters are trying to solve or fight against it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I kind of lost, lost it in a couple places throughout the movie. All right. So this was more confusing to you than perfect blue. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, for yeah, for me, Perfect Blue, there is basically three main characters. In this movie, there's maybe four to six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What about you, John? I was you... just like really thinking about your uh, sellout sip and the, the the tagline, and I was just like, it got me thinking, like, holy, mm-hmm. sh- like, ah, uh, I I really enjoyed this movie. And although the plot is damn well confusing, <laughs> yeah, um, I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna give it a nine. Just going along with Jesse's sell that sip is not just like living in your dreams, but just don't get caught living in these other realities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting lost in anime or or video games or TV, whatever it is, just going out and living your life as well, not just the life in someone else. Yeah, that's you know not even real. Yeah, and I, I think that's what the what Satoshi Khan was trying to get across. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why this movie is as confusing as it is. And then, of course, that's why the tagline is what it is. Because it's literally what what happens if you just focus on... So the tagline, right? That tagline is a a real paprika tagline right there? Yeah. This is your brain on anime. I thought you just put it in there. That's why I didn't really read it out loud. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, Sorry. yeah. Just to be clear, yeah, the tagline is "This is your brain on anime." Okay. All right. Um, I thought you made it up on the spot, and 
I thought I was like, that's the best solid sip you you can do right there. But <laughs> I, did, I know you, you stole it from IMDb, probably. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, you surprised me. I thought you. I thought it was just like a spur of the moment. I thought you were uh, just genius level. Oh, that's <laughs> too much credit. Sip. Thanks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I thought I thought you knew that's what the tagline was because your sellout sip best represents that. Uh uh-uh, uh, I didn't. I did not know that uh, that was the tagline. I just made the sellout sip. Uh, my sellout sip was actually consisting of three words at first. It was follow your dreams, and I was like, "Where's the rest of my sellout sip?" So <laughs> <laughs> let me just add some stuff. Let me just add three words to it. Uh, so we got seven. We got nine. All right. I want to keep with the odd numbers here, and I'm going to go with. Surprisingly, what do you think, good or bad? Well, if you're saying five or (laughs) eleven, huh? (laughs) Well, I mean, it it can be a, it could be a seven, Seven it could be a nine. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with the seven because that's usually Jesse's trend of things. All right, all right. What are you gonna go with, Albert? I'm gonna guess you think it's a nine. All right. Well, you guys are both wrong. I'm giving it an eleven. I love this movie. I. I just love it. Um, for some reason, it is confusing, and so that's why I did have to watch it a second time. And it makes more sense a little bit more the second time. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it does. But it definitely warrants a second watch throughout because I'm not sure where the dreams are, where they begin, who who's an actual person, uh, who's. And the first time I watched it, I didn't realize that. Uh, Paprika and Chiba were the same person until probably like 75% of the movie. I was like, oh, okay. I think that's what they meant for you to figure out. Yeah. Like yeah. At, at about three quarters of, of the way. But when you watch it the second time, there's there's hints that she is that uh, alter ego within yeah. the first like four or five minutes. So... Well, the uh, detective said it like pretty much the first time they interact. So <laughs> you're talking about like uh, when he wakes up from his dream? No, when or, he, uh, or when, when he, he meets sees her. Yeah, when he meets yeah. her in real life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he asks, "Is is she paprika?" Yeah, he does ask that. The second time, I I realized that. Uh, but yeah, I love this movie. The animation is there's so much detail in. in some of these shots, especially with the parade, oh, and the dream, uh, that was the craziest thing in this movie. Well, one of the crazy, craziest things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but oh man, uh, the villain was—I mean, the villain was okay. I thought. I didn't think he was like the best villain of of an anime movie, but um, I I thoroughly enjoyed everything about this movie uh so realistically it's probably sitting towards a 10 but (laughs) i'm just on the high right now of of this movie i watched it two times and uh two times basically in in 24 hours so uh, in one day but not the same day that makes sense yeah all right you guys let's get on to the characters we have the main character who is uh, Paprika, also known as Chiba. Spoilers, have... sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. You should know we, we spoil things. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'll uh, edit that to the front. Uh, we have uh, Toki... Tokita? Tokita. Tokita. Sounds like Takis, like a chip. Uh, <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Osani, right? Osani, Shima, Osanai, 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 Osanai. Oh, dang! dang it. I think. I think. <laughs> I think Albert's right. He's he's the uh, you know he's he's the better uh, pronunciator. That's not even a word. Uh, Detective <laughs> <laughs> Konagawa. Uh, who is actually just uh, like uh, Igami's father in Death Note. They just switched him over from uh, Death Note. <laughs> yep. 
Um, and I don't know who this guy is right here. Uh, mm, I don't know. Sejiro? Yeah. He is, I'm pretty sure, the assistant that gets connected with the chairman. Uh, I thought that was... Uh, that's uh, that's uh, the Osanai. Yeah, Osanai. Oh. Osanai, whatever. Osanai. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I think that was him. Yeah, the, 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 like, names were confusing. I couldn't get them the first time around, so it helped a little bit the second time, but I still got questions. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's move on to the tasty. What was good about paprika, a.k.a. giving this my own name, Perfect Red? <laughs> <laughs> because paprika? Uh, because paprika. They should have they just named the Perfect Blue uh, Singing Sapphires. I don't know. Singing Sapphires? <laughs> it doesn't deserve uh, the name Perfect Blue. <laughs> What did what did what? I <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm messing around. Uh, the tasty. <laughs> Besides the obvious, uh, the animation, which is gorgeous. Well, uh, yeah. Let's. Does it, does everyone have a favorite animation scene? I can speak about parts of scenes I really liked, but I can't pinpoint uh, like one particular scene. All the dream sequences, I think, are fantastic. Uh, even real life sequences, the hair flows just beautifully. Animation is smooth. Uh, but for me, I really enjoyed the chairman's root legs and arms and appendages. The way that they flowed and moved. Oh yeah. Were just so, just so awe-inspiring. I could just watch his appendages all day long. That just sounds really weird, but yeah. it's just so beautiful just to see. All these lines, all these details moving as fluid as they are. Right, and then his upper body's still moving around. He's talking, approaching the main character. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. I think my favorite sequence is yeah, the very beginning with um, Konagawa and <laughs> <laughs> Konagawa and Paprika uh, living through uh, Konagawa's dreams. Trying to get to the next scene in his dream movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, never mind. I'm sorry I called you that, Albert. Uh, oh. That's not mine. <laughs> okay. Mine, What's my, yours? Mine is, like, right after that, where she is returning home, I guess you could say, or to wherever. And she goes from paprika to uh, actually being Chiba. Uh, yes. Atsuko. Yeah. Uh, just, I was enjoying the music and just how she manages to blend in with everything like she goes into a person's shirt at one point just yep and it's it's also fluid it's also just like how how she get there like and it just sets up what the hell's going on with this movie because it's like the first <laughs> yeah like yes. real mind trip i was having yes i the first scene where you have this the, cl- the car come up and the clown comes out and then the circus happens i'm this I'm like, what's what is this? What's going on? And I'm just like, this this is not consistent. What what is this movie about? And like, <laughs> it sets up everything so perfectly. The mind trip you're gonna have throughout this whole movie, and mm-hmm. just how crazy these dreams get. So I think it was a perfect introduction to this movie. The first five minutes are definitely eleven for me. Definitely. Made your voice crack. That's how good it is. It's almost a twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, enough, enough can't be said about the animation but it it definitely sets uh, this movie apart from a lot of other animated movies it, it, it makes some anime just like I know it's hard to compare movies to actual anime but it makes some anime just hard to watch how not as fluid it is like, I was watching Avatar today, and I know oh, Avatar yeah. is older, and I was like, man, this is not so... Not an anime. This is so... Uh, is it not an anime? It's Western-inspired, or anime-inspired Western cartoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was an anime. My nope. bad. But anyways, uh, 
Maybe that's why he doesn't look as good. Offended. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, even you could watch things like Naruto or yeah. highly yeah. volumized media where, it's, like, in the background, no one moves. Um, yeah. It's just the main character talking, and most of the time it's just their mouths moving, too. That's all it is. And the main... The main... Uh, I won't say suspect, but it's not the correct word. But the main one I'm, I can think about is Pokemon is was so static. Yeah, the main culprit, the vo- maybe. Main culprit, that's the word, uh, was Pokemon. And I realized that when I was a little kid, I'm like, yeah. hey, their hair's not moving, their clothes not moving, they're frozen like a certain position, and their yeah. mouth is just moving. I'm like, okay, all right. Saving money on anime or on animation <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but movies... For animes, uh, the movies are more fluid than the actual series because they got more time to work on it. Uh, but this movie, bigger budgets, bigger budgets, reminds me of Acura. Just how beautiful everything is. Yep. I, I mean, but even even compared to some of the anime movies we've watched, like this is just leagues and bounds better. Um, it, is there anything you would say we've watched is better than this movie? I mean, other than Acura, not. Nothing. I wouldn't even say that at this rate. Like, no. This, this is there's a lot going on in this anime, uh, in this uh, movie, and it's pretty consistently fluid throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I for some reason your name is popping into my head. I thought that was a beautiful movie. I just don't know if the animation was quite uh, lively or as fluid as this was. I I'm going to guess because a lot of throughout your name is just our two main characters and mostly background and scenery animation. Yeah, so they had less they had definitely had a less uh components to animate compared mm-hmm. to just the this world one had like a whole parade throughout parade. most of the movie. Yeah, and just a lot going on. Yeah, uh like scenes melting into each other, flashing into each other confetti throughout the parades uh, we can go on and on about everything about this it's just you definitely have to watch this movie to appreciate our words do not do not give this movie justice so like imagine being the guy that only animated the confetti yeah yeah in a couple years that might be me <laughs> <laughs> confetti animator well, at least she'll be in the the uh Credits. The credits. <laughs> yep. Confetti. Hey, confetti guy. I know that guy. Hey, hey, it's confetti guy. That's my friend. That's my friend. He made it big. He's the confetti guy. <laughs> he animated that confetti. His dream. He made it. <laughs> um, I. I really enjoy. Don't want to be the confetti guy. No, no. I'll be. I'll be anything. Uh. <laughs> I'll be the wind guy. I don't know. I'll be the falling leaves guy. You can give me anything. Uh, I'll animate it if I can. You'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> is uh, would you believe that? Would you say that the main character is Paprika? Because at first it almost seems like the movie starts off focusing on uh, Konigawa. Definitely. But it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Who's the, the the heavy guy? Uh, to Tokita. 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 But is he is he not a bigger character than Tonegawa? Like, there's he has a more connection to. I, it's just like <laughs> I thought Jesse was gonna make his joke, so I start almost laughing. I, I'm not making a joke. I'm just saying because <laughs> he's like, big. Because you know, literally, he's bigger than him. Oh, can I say like? Yeah, yeah I wanted yeah. to say this yesterday. His double chin looks really good animated. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I was not like this. Uh, this is not a joke. Like I was, I was like, that's all really. That's really good neck fat. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't even draw my attention. That's how natural it looked. Apparently, yeah. to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, still fat. Uh, was was he a was he a bigger character than Konagawa? I feel like he's out of the movie for a while. But he comes back and 
there's a big message between uh, involving him. Yeah, I think I think you're right because he starts at the beginning, but then eventually stays in the background. But you get reminded of him mm. with either flashbacks or scenes of his movie movie dream. So I, I think you're right. Like he he if he's not the protagonist, he's at least second like to main supporting character. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he has a key role in uh at the end. Yeah, he does. Concluding his dream. But I, w- I would definitely say uh Paprika's the main character. Paprika mm-hmm. and slash Chiba. Yeah. To me, she's the uh, one. Yeah, she's the one labeled as a terrorist. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's a couple terrorists in here. So, there are three DC minis stolen, or two. I think it said two. Two. Okay. So, where did she get those two for her therapy sessions? Were those stolen? Were those the ones stolen, or was it the chairman? That stole the DC minis. I want to say it was the chairman that it's stole the chairman. Them. Okay. And then, and then, since Chiba is the lead developer on this project, she probably already has one. So prototypes, or or I don't know, something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the third one is um, Himuro. Yeah, he definitely had one. Um. Yeah, uh, they introduced that that device at the beginning of the movie and they have an explanation during that dine-in scene where they're eating and they're explaining it as if the more exposure you get uh the more inner intertwined people's dreams become or or no the more susceptible you are to basically mind jacking being mind jacked okay but then I I don't really understand the devices start to project over everyone. That's where I get to lose it too. Yeah. Like how how does it start connecting to other people at that point? Yeah. At yeah, the same time, have... even though they're nope. not dreaming. <laughs> yeah, there's there's three people with devices, maybe four people at max and the whole world's now in the dream. Right. It's like eventually it turns something into physical. Which gets yeah. weird. Like, how do you know they weren't still dreaming? Exactly. I guess that's the Inception tie-in. Like, do we really know he's not dreaming still? Like, does that yeah. top actually topple over? Yeah. Like, how do we? How does that? Has how, how does the? Well, the short guy. His nickname is Chief. Like, how does the dream take over his mind while in that conversation that they have in the office with the chairman? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't get that part. I don't either. I'm just like he's not wearing a device, but they explain that it doesn't have. Uh, what does he say? They they didn't program something, and so now they can wirelessly interact with people's minds, access levels, or something like that. Yeah, something. Uh, they didn't program that, and now people can be almost like ghosts in a shell, taking over uh, their minds Maybe. or their, their ghosts. Well, uh, the secondary side villain dude. Uh, Osanai yeah, also yeah. had an explanation that they had figured out how to project dreams into the reality as well. Oh, yeah. so is that the, the other? End. That's the other project of the chairman, right? Or was that as the same part of? I mean, that DC mini thing. Um, it, he he has an explanation as like, uh, the DC mini was incomplete, but hmm. that it was better than being completed or something like that. I believe. Yeah. And so basically it can it's not complete so it's a may, maybe it's a malfunction according to the people who want to use this therapy but it, it's useful for the actual bad guys terrorists in the movie uh maybe it does uh require a third watch for me i don't know <laughs> at least the second one for me yeah yeah just a um, little bit more explanation would have been helpful yeah, honestly, just a little bit more. Yeah, but that that's where it gets kind of tricky. Is how much explanation is too much explanation? Because in Inception, you get a lot of explanation. Yep, and it feels like it's a little bit 
too much explanation in my opinion from what I remember watching and this one maybe is not enough so that's the that's the hard part trying to get how do I get a balance between that not make it so much dialogue and maybe more visually seeing things mm-hmm. but uh, uh, I don't know it's a uh, it's tricky. also comparing a hour and a half movie to an almost three hour movie <laughs> yeah that's is, is Inception two plus there's a lot two of dialogue hours and 42 minutes wow. there's a lot of dialogue wow Snooze fest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, did, did you uh, see that um, Inception is playing for its 10th anniversary? I did AMC? not. Yeah, it's playing in AMC right now. Um, so I will not be attending. Put on your mask and uh, be safe out there, guys. Be safe whatever you do. But um, I will pull out my DVD copy and celebrate Inception's 10-year anniversary on my own. <laughs> DVD? <laughs> What what are you? 2010? <laughs> um, exactly what are you? <laughs> um, I don't I I don't know. It's it's interesting. I I might revisit that movie on the big screen. I didn't I didn't get to see it in theaters, so it's definitely a, a movie I would want to see in theaters. I think I did see it in theaters, and it was it's I mean it's already visually interesting, just like Paprika is. Yeah. So I think Just seeing it louder noises. Good. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely saw that movie in uh, theaters. Hmm. I don't remember if I did or not. What else is tasty about paprika? You can put in foods. Spicy. Make everything tasty. <laughs> Why is it spicy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they make a. They make a, like a. Uh, spice joke in the movie where he eats uh, Chiva and he goes it's lacking spice it needs more paprika and it's like okay that's weird <laughs> yep um, self aware <laughs> very self aware what what else is good for you you guys I, I think like most music when it's kind of in the background and isn't too glaringly bad then it bl- helps blend the mood into the movie very well yeah i think the creepy parade music just makes you feel unsettled trying to look at everything in the background at the same time like the frogs jumping around or yeah the anatomical model moving with the yeah. beat like, i was really <laughs> enjoying it though yeah <laughs> uh i also i really enjoy the the music as the opening credits are rolling Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was bopping my head. I was then, too. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you listen to the chief describing his parade while ranting in the office, and then you're trying to watch everything on the same screen. It's like, oh, he talked about the milk in the fridge with an expiration date. It's like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. He was going off. I'm like, what? What's he describing? Like, he's he's talking in his sleep. I'm assuming or his dream. Mm-hmm. And then the dream is still going on after he is in the hospital or, or urgent care, wherever he's at. It, some of, okay, don't, don't get mad at me for the subtitles, but so they, they go, here's his medical records. And it's his dream. I'm just like, are dreams considered medical records now? <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> both of those things are in the DVD slash CD and they just pulled up the video instead. Yeah. Some of the subtitles are weird, so I I definitely want to re- revisit this in English to see mm-hmm. maybe there's translation fixes. Maybe uh, maybe it might be more confusing. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> I think the craziness of this movie is uh, the tasty as well. Definitely. I I don't know. I was smiling throughout the whole thing, just as. Uh, it just bounces from one ludicrous thing to another. Yeah. We get some uh, magical girl, like, paprika going through, flying as a fairy. Yeah. Avoiding trees. It, it was it was awesome. Yeah, you had giant dolls being shot by missiles by robots. And yeah. They're dressed up as, like, Son Goku on, on the <laughs> Nimbus cloud. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I was like, that's... Uh... That's interesting. That reminds me of Goku. A I mean, bit. but like Wukong, 
is just a classical Chinese figure, so mm-hmm. he's everywhere. Is he everywhere. is he in my house right now? He's Probably. right there on the, on the wall. He, he's no, he he's a jokester, so he, he might be. He's in all three houses. <gasps> <laughs> Another inside joke. He is, he is in mine. <laughs> I have him right there. <laughs> Any uh, anything else? The craziness is perfect. I I love crazy movies. Secret Life of Walter Mitty is crazy, and I love it for that reason. Still need to watch that. It's good. It's so good. Um, I can't think of anything else in particular. I do like the Chiefs. Not the Chief. Is it the, the Chiefs' uh, resolution? Making his movie within the dream and everything. Uh, oh, Detective uh, Konagawa. Detective, yeah. The Detective. I enjoyed his storyline. It gets... It gets fleshed out. Uh, he's not afraid of, of liking movies at the end. He goes mm-hmm. and he's going to go see this last movie or, or this next movie she recommended. Uh, because he, he's basically running away from his past and, and those subconscious. Everyone looks like him and they have his face. Yep. They're, they're, he's, he's attacking himself because he's has unfinished business. So his own demons are coming to get him to finish something, but uh, no, I I really enjoyed that character as well. Yeah, that was basically the only thing I could keep up with. Is like, okay, this guy is slowly figuring out why his subconscious is having these nightmares about his unfinished movie and breaking it off with his friend. Yeah, yeah. What about if we're done with the tasty? Let's move on to tea time. Questions about the movie. Ask your questions. I don't know if we'll have the answer. <laughs> yep. Why uh, is it pronounced paprika? Because English language users are lazy. Huh. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because it's a pap. Paprika? Eh, English language <laughs> is so confusing. I have no idea. Sometimes S's or C's sound like S's, and uh, I, I didn't hear a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I can't answer that question. That's um, the only question I had. <laughs> you get uh, Chiba sees Paprika as an entirely different person. I think. Almost like a split personality, like she is a different person. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. And at the end, she kind of morphs together with it. You get the representation of uh, she emerges from uh, what's his name's robot. I think at that point they're merged, or, or maybe I'm making that up. But I thought she gets eaten. Uh, I don't remember. I thought they merged at one point. Paprika they, gets eaten by Tokita the robot. Yes. Not Tokita the person. Yes, the, the robot. Yep. And what happens to Paprika towards the end? I thought she flew into the robot or... I don't remember what happened, actually. Um, Basically, after that, uh, the dream version of Chiba rises up from the robot as a little baby. Yeah. Sucks in yeah, baby. the dirty... I guess dirty Air dreams then, or the dirt yeah, everything. from the yeah, chairman. Starts, yeah, starts growing as a as her own person. Yeah. Because she had mentioned <laughs> she didn't have dreams. Giant nipples, John? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. It's on his mind. Uh, <laughs> um, but she, they mentioned that she wasn't having dreams of her own. She was only having dreams as Paprika. Mm-hmm. Or Paprika was only having dreams. And at the end of the movie, she finally starts to have her own dreams and realizes uh, that she she loves... I'm going to keep butchering his name, but uh, um, the robot man. Tokita? <laughs> Tokita. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Takis. Mr. Takis. Mr. Takis, okay. <laughs> uh, Tokita, yeah. He ate one too many Takis in his. 
it, but it, it's also, it's a re- representation of the message that, okay, this guy is visually unproportionally weird looking, proportionally weird looking, but just because something looks weird visually doesn't mean that it's not good. So it, it's... No it's, fat shaming. Yeah, no fat shaming, but... Uh, <laughs> Just it, say it is bad. It's taking it's taking a deeper look than just the visual, and also with this movie as well. Like people can just look at what the hell is going on. This this is the crazy parade, and just like I don't get it. But there's a deeper meaning under everything. We just don't have the answers and the meanings yet. <laughs> I mean, that's I guess that's my main question. Like, why is Himuro's weird nightmare dream? a parade like where is it going what's it for I definitely had the feeling that um they mentioned that he liked to go to that theme park so yep and he was in the theme park mm-hmm. I just feel like it was kind of like Inception in the way that the chairman was planting ideas into his head that's what I sp- was thinking but wasn't sure on yeah spread spread his dream or his craziness everywhere yeah, and Himaru is supposed to be like the scapegoat to actually to be the terrorist that everyone else thinks is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It gets a little confusing with the bad guy. He at the beginning he says, "Oh, the this is a horrible invention," and maybe he's just trying to basically give zero access to everyone, but besides himself. Yeah. But at the end, he's saying, "Oh." Dream- no, but he still says dreams are a sacred place, and I, I don't want people to destroy that. So right, but then yeah, my question follow up for that is like, if he wants them destroyed, but he's not smart enough to create it himself, why would he want them destroyed? I don't know. It's just just a crazy uh, yeah crazy old <laughs> crazy man. villain crazy old man projecting an eye onto a moon controlling the world not yeah, realizing maybe. the consequences of that yeah. Yeah, I don't have any more questions. What about you, Albert? Um, I guess at what point do other people like toward the end do any dreams start ending up becoming reality? Because it mainly follows uh our team of doctors and scientists, but no ordinary folk. I guess. I th- from my understanding, I think. The people that are wearing the DC minis or have had major exposure to these machines, mm. their dreams are projecting onto everyone's, but not everyone's dream is projecting back. It's just they're participating in yeah. these hot spots or these devices. Yeah, I mean, like the like six or maybe ten businessmen jumping off of a building to you know like do a choreographed swim formation <laughs> like are yeah. they just gonna fall off a cliff or fall off a building because they uh, think they're having fun <laughs> unfortunately i think that's what's happening <sighs> just weird it is it is definitely weird i recommended this movie to uh one of my friends and uh they're gonna let me know what they think about it and i i can't wait to see what they think <laughs> awesome D- did you talk to your professor about uh watching this uh this movie i have not talked to my professor about watching uh this movie but Mm -hmm. i think because he likes tokyo godfathers and it's the same director Mm -hmm. he probably get a a good kick out of this movie at at least animation wise yeah yeah i'm sure he knows about it if he knows about tokyo godfathers at least yeah yeah he'd miss most definitely he does all right just like, man, I was gonna make a, a joke, but I think I'll save it for later. Uh, it's time to move on to the gross. <laughs> what did you find bad, or what doesn't make sense in this movie? Yeah, I guess like I was kind of saying at the very beginning for me, as a first-time viewer you kind of not get everything unless you pick up on very subtle hints. Yeah. Um, what the main plot of this movie is. 
Because yeah. you, you think it's about one main bad guy, but then he's not the main bad guy. So for about maybe 15 to 25 minutes, there's no real bad guy other than the DC mini going haywire. Yeah. Because once you figure out Himuro's dead, but then things are still going on, then what? Who? Who's causing this? I don't know. I kind of always felt, and maybe it's just hindsight, but I always felt that the chairman was always going to be a bad guy. Hmm. Uh, just, he, from everything that we've seen from the Satoshi Khan movies that we've watched, the antagonist is always some weird-looking character. <laughs> that, too. That's and true. So, yeah, just... He he's weird in terms of looks and in terms of like just he seems overly preachy about things. Yeah, and, that's and true. And especially against something that he's supposed to be overseeing, like the 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 uh, mini. I, f- I always forget the letters in front of it. DC DC <laughs> DC mini. Yeah, hey, I don't know. Yeah. I've always kind of suspected him. Well, from the for very me, beginning. for me, like and taking that analogy that the ugly character is the bad guy, like phys- like visually ugly as a character, for me, that drew me to the chief. Because um, Chiba and uh, Tokita, their faces look as, as realistic as anime could be for a face compared to the chief's face. Chief, uh, you're talking about the Shima. Short, the short, short, yeah. yeah, the short guy. Shima, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the short right. doctor guy. Uh oh yeah. I uh I don't know who what to believe and what, what to he, think. He re- he reminds me of Master Roshi, so maybe that's why I didn't suspect him. <laughs> you think like, like a short version of Master Roshi. I didn't see that. I don't know. Well, not not like <laughs> not like in terms of looks. But I don't know. Like he was a fatherly figure ish. Yeah. Maybe. All right, all right. Um, um, go ahead. I was just saying, um. <laughs> oh. I, I was I was sitting here trying to think of what else I thought was bad outside of the plot, and it's kind of it's really kind of hard to pinpoint anything. Yeah, I mean, I, that's my main thing. Why it's I have a lower score is because I the plot wasn't super clear for me, so it made me try to think about the plot the whole time while watching it. Yeah. But I think on a second or third viewing, at least on the second for sure, that I might have a higher score. I mean, yeah, because this is all of our first times watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the villain was a little weak, cliche, once you figure out what, like, who he is. And what, what his motivation doing, is. What yeah. his motivation is. It's the guy who doesn't want this thing to be used, but he wants to use it Selfish. to take over the world. Yeah, so it's like, that's a little cliche. It's not like a, a Thanos. It's more like a... Um, every other Marvel villain. <laughs> every other, what's his name, Ronin? It's more like a Ronin taking the, the Infinity Stone and trying to just destroy, destroy or in this case, control the world. I don't know. Just a cliche villain, not super thoughtful. Just all right, I'm just gonna take over the world. Yeah, maybe there's more to that than than I read into it, but I didn't get that much out of the villain. I didn't either. No, pretty weak motivation, other than selfishness and like I can control it because I can. I'm gonna knock my score down to a ten, but I still <laughs> really like it. <laughs> It, John, it's getting closer to a seven. <laughs> um, we should stop here then. <laughs> uh, two more minutes is gonna be a seven. Um, gross wise, I I can't think of anything else. It's definitely a must watch in my opinion. Yeah, I I think so too. It's a very well rounded movie. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I agree. Nipples the size of, uh, you know, uh, tires. <laughs> okay. John's favorite. 
<laughs> I don't know whether to keep that in there or edit that out. <laughs> you could do whatever you want with that, big boy. <laughs> we All said right. worse things on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Some of us have said Emma Stone's good looking on this podcast. Ouch. So. What? <laughs> All right, let's end it there. We don't need to talk more about that. <laughs> jugs. Uh, oh, before go ahead. Go ahead, we go, ahead. go into our jugs and plugs, uh, this is Jesse's last uh, episode of the podcast for right now. Mm-hmm. He is performing the selfish act of going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he just he just won't have time right now, so. Me and Albert are going to continue uh, doing other stuff, uh, but still keep me up with the podcast. Yep, maybe some game reviews or maybe some anime or other movie reviews. We'll see yeah. how things go. Yeah. it's uh, It's been good. Just uh, it's either sleep right now or podcast. So <laughs> um, I don't I, see what that's an easy choice. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> I still have like a bunch of uh animation homework to do, but uh that's uh still podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, yeah. it's a it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing to go back to school. Um and uh, it gives us a chance to expand and explore. Not yeah, not try to involve someone who um just doesn't have the time for other stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll see me uh in the next movie as the confetti guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Alright. Jugs and plugs. Subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher. Like, share, comment. Let us know what you thought about this movie. Is this Let crazy? Us know when you want Jesse to come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you guys suggest scary movies, I will definitely come back for uh, scary movies. Let us know uh, when you want Jesse to leave the podcast. The sooner the better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll pop in from time to time. Uh, Maybe we can get some of our other friends to join us. Yeah, you know, Janara pops in every podcast. We just edit them out because... <laughs> you can't hear him anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this has been Legendary Sit Podcast. Oh, yeah. you're supposed to do sign off. I don't know what you're doing. Sure. <laughs> this, is the, this is the Legendary Sit Podcast, and join us next time for a short review about Monster Hunter and Monster Hunter Iceborne. I guess Yay. will this be the sip we've been looking for in video games? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>